Rabbi Yaakov Glasser is with us. We have a uh, an opportunity to speak about Champions Gate and the incredible Yeshiva University gathering that is happening in a couple of weeks. And uh, we'll get to that. I first asked Rabbi Glasser if we could uh, spend a minute on a couple of other quick issues. Rabbi Yaakov Glasser, welcome back to JM in the AM. Thank you, Nachum. I'm so excited to be here with you. I appreciate that. First off, uh, we were excited to remind this audience on countless occasions of the fact that you and your wife were honored by the young Israel of Passaic Clifton. I had an opportunity before this conversation to again express my incredible admiration for what you have done there in the uh, in the time you've been there. I would assume the dinner was a spectacular event. The dinner was really amazing. It was a tremendous tribute to the shul. It was uh, it was incredible. It's an incredible community. It's incredible what's been built there, and uh, we're really very proud of it. Really incredible. Uh, you had an opportunity, I'm sure, to speak about uh, current events uh, this past Shabbos, something you've probably done many, many times before in light of uh, all the different things that go on in Israel. Some of the news, unfortunate, as was toward the end of last week uh, when it comes to Israel. Is there a message you could share with this broader audience regarding uh, we thousands of miles away, uh, feeling the agony and anguish of what our brothers and sisters at times are going through in the Holy Land? You know, Nachum, it was a difficult Shabbos, I think, for all rabbis. You know, every week you try to sort of coalesce the different emotions and feelings and experiences that people are going through and provide some perspective, some sense of chizuk. And it was an amazing Shabbos as you started to prepare and think about uh, the experience with the rescue from Entebbe, and of course, on the other hand, what we were all going through um, in terms of our connection to Eretz Yisrael, to Israel, with what was happening in Kiryat Arba and on the roads uh, right before Shabbos. And when we got up on Shabbos to talk, I think that it was a real challenge. And I think one of the things that we tried to reflect on in our shul, uh, especially since it was Parshas Shlach, uh, is the notion that, you know, Eretz Israel is a land that has moments of very open miracles, moments of Entebbe, moments um, of tremendous Gilui in terms of Kadosh Baruch Hu's presence there. And it has moments where it's the faith of Am Yisrael um, that is able to find the Rabbon Shalom in some of the most challenging moments imaginable. And uh, all of these tragedies certainly make us um, outside the land of Israel, feel more connected, um, has to arouse us in terms of our personal support of those who are there, should arouse us in terms of our own ambitions to be there, to go there, to visit there, to settle there, to live there. Uh, but I think that one of the lessons that we seem to learn on such an ongoing basis is from the people who endure these unimaginable tragedies and sufferings, and, and you hear the words they share, yeah. you know, for a woman to get up after burying her, her child and scream, Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elokeinu, Hashem Echad, uh, you know, what greater counter is there uh, to the world of the Miraglim, the whole notion, what Kalev says, We can do this, we can settle this land, we can be here, um, a sense of fortitude, a sense of confidence, a sense of faith in the Rabboni Shalom. And uh, I think one of the lessons of the Shabbos, for all of us, is a lesson of Imuna, is a lesson of faith, 
and uh, faith in the Rabboni Shalom, and faith, Rabbi Salvechi calls faith in Knesset Yisrael, faith in the Jewish people, uh, that, that we move forward um, as difficult and as challenging as it is. Yeah, I, uh, in addition to what you just mentioned, the, uh, the eulogy of a mother for her daughter, Halel, um, there's video online that I saw of uh, Shiva visits to that mother who used the opportunity to strengthen <laughs> the resolve of the visitors, to strengthen the resolve of those who wonder why they're there, the purpose of being there. I don't mean at the Shiva call, I mean living in Israel. The purpose of living in Israel, how Netzach Yisrael is guaranteed if everyone can, can, maintains their commitment to the uh, land of Israel, and it's just, it is incredible to see the strength that someone like that has in this type of situation. It, re- it really is, and, and, and over the last number of years, we've just seen these unbelievable heroes emerge of our people whose, whose faith is almost biblical. I, I don't know how to describe it, yeah. you know, experiences that I think would just collapse any normal person, and I saw that, that video where she talked about settling Hebron yeah. and her sister's who's living near Harabayas and the connection of the Jewish people to the land and how, you know, we're, we're, we're all living now for these people. And it's just, it's an amazing inspiration, and, and it's, it's really something for all of us to learn from in our own lives. We face our own challenges and difficulties to find some way for us to summon this strength and the inspiration to be able to do something good, to do something positive, to move the Jewish people forward, even from something that is so painful and so difficult. I was um, I, I was somewhere last night. We were talking about uh, Rabbi Mickey Mark, of course, who was murdered by terrorists on Erev Shabbat. And, uh, and someone pointed out, based on a Pasuk in Shira Shirim, a Pasuk I don't recall this moment, uh, that God comes and takes the most precious of flowers from here, the most precious of people uh, to to bring to him, to bring closer to him. And one of the things that I have pointed out for so many years, unfortunately, when it comes to these terror attacks, is we we see how uh, how how, and this is not to uh, at all judge you know one person differently than another. Obviously, everybody's precious, but it seems like the cream of the crop of our people are taken so often by these terrorists and are, uh, you know, leaving us in some cases leaderless, uh, without leaders of families, without leaders of organizations, and uh, we're losing some uh, uh, amazing people each time this happens. 100% particular this year feels like it's been yeah, uh, no question more proportioned that. in that direction, and I think it just asks of all of us to really, you know, look inside ourselves and think about uh, how we're going to step up and be yeah. leaders for the Jewish people and how we're going to be able to uh, to carry on that legacy. No question about it. Rabbi Yaakov Glass is with us, Dean of the Center for the Jewish Future. This is, I'm, I'm glad that a conversation with the Dean of the Center for the Jewish Future started with a conversation regarding Israel, obviously the... Uh, the, the place of the true Jewish future. Um, Rabbi Glasser, we have an amazing event coming up. On the 28th of July uh, begins yet another Champions Gate conference. It is a leadership event that the Shiva University has made not just famous, but uh, practically necessary uh, on the uh, calendar uh, because of uh, the people that are brought together and the uh, different things that are discussed. Um, t- tell us why it is vital for a leadership conference like this one to take place at all? 
Absolutely. So one of the one of the mandates of the Center for the Jewish Future is to engage the Jewish communities that are connected to Yeshiva University and to the larger Yeshiva University community and help uh, confront and deal with the challenges that face our community on an ongoing basis. And I think that very often, you know, we sit in New York um, and we talk to each other in our own little bubble of what's going on in the world, and we forget that there is such a large landscape of Jewish communities all across North America, uh, many of whom confront many of the same challenges, but with different perspectives, um, different attitudes, uh, different contexts. And what Champions Gate is really about is about convening all of the leaders from across North America. There are rabbis that come, heads of school that come, heads of federation that come, um, of course, lay leaders of Jewish institutions that uh, represent really a gamut of different uh, different topics and different areas of engagement. And we come together, we convene to talk about, to deal with, to really have serious conversations together with experts about issues that face the Jewish community. And it's amazing uh, just the creativity and the synergy that emerge when you bring together such an incredible group of people. Um, the experts that are coming are just a who's who of really every, uh, every conceivable speaker you would want to hear. Um, there are a few that have been added in the recent in recent days. Uh, yesterday, I was on the phone with Rachele Frankel, who's going to be joining us, wow. um, and she's going to be giving the keynote speech on Thursday night. Of course, reflecting from her perspective <clears throat> on the connection between community and what is our theme for this year, which is the Jewish family, uh, the foundation and pride of our people, embracing its strengths and facing its challenges. It's critical that our communal leaders are talking to each other. We have so many different talented people, really, across the Jewish community, and we can face some of our most uh, difficult challenges if we do them together. And that's I, really what this is about. I like the fact that, and Racheli Frankel is obviously a great example of this, but there are others as well, I always enjoy the fact that Champions Gate, and we know how important it is, and we've heard this from other leadership conferences that take place around the country, we know how important it is for people to gather, like you say, in one area and hear from you know, different geographic perspectives. Because people in other areas of this country, frankly, and in different types of communities, have different experiences. And this is, you know, an opportunity to hear about them and to, you know, hopefully meld them together into, uh, you know, into productive analysis and to productive action. Uh, bringing in an element from Israel, which happens every single time at the Champions Gate Leadership Conference, I think is amazing. I think it's incredible that it's not just, you know, across this continent, but it's really overseas as well. And I, and if I'm not mistaken, I think there have been other countries represented as well over the years. Absolutely. There have been people from Australia and yeah. South Africa. Um, can we call Canada another country? Yeah, why not? <laughs> um, there are, you know, there cannot be a serious conversation about diaspora jury without uh, the presence of uh, a representation from Israel. Yeah. Um, the two communities, especially today, um, with the nature of communication and how much travel we're all doing back and forth, and the aspirations of the diaspora community to uh, connect to the land of Israel and to settle 
so many people there. Um, it's absolutely critical. Our children spend a lot of time in Israel, as we know. Many of our families move to Israel. Uh, families are, you know, across the world. Some families have parts of the family in Israel, parts of the family here. Right. You can't have a conversation about family uh, without Israel. And uh, we're looking forward to that dimension uh, being something that's very prominent in the conversations throughout the weekend. Champions Gate 2016 is presented by the Yeshiva University Center for the Jewish Future. Starts on the 28th of July down in Orlando, Florida. And um, the topic, or I should say the theme this time around, the Jewish family. The foundation and pride of our people embracing its strength and facing its challenges. Information at 212-960-5396, 212-960-5396. And if I'm not mistaken, Rabbi Glasser can correct me if I'm wrong, uh, anybody in any type of leadership position in our community is essentially invited to participate. Am I right about that? Absolutely. If you're involved in a leadership role in your community, whether it's lay or rabbinic or educational or uh, some sort of other type of communal institution, uh, we invite you to join us. Um, President Richard Joel is uh, the one who convenes this conference <clears throat> under his leadership and, its vis- and his vision. It has really grown. Uh, the Mitzner and Katz families are the ones who are uh, making this conference possible for our community. And, uh, you know, the more people that come to provide additional perspectives, additional insight, uh, the more vibrant the conversation will be. No question. Starts Thursday, July 28th. It's an amazing place, really beautiful and comfortable, and it's an incredible gathering. Uh, that leaves you inspired. So many. The biggest problem is when they're concurrent sessions and you want to go to more than one. That's always the biggest problem. Yes, <laughs> as we started to leak the schedule a little bit to a few of the lay leaders involved, um, that was the biggest complaint. How in the world are we going to choose on Shabbos afternoon I know, between I know. Racheli Frankel <laughs> and Mayor Soloveitchik <laughs> and Rabbi J.J. Schachter and... Uh, you know, like, what, what What are you doing to us? I and know. Just, it, it uh, is tough. And people, know, the, the, the list of people coming is amazing. Obviously, President Scholl and Rabbi Brander, um, Rabbi Daniel Feldman, Rabbi Yaakov Neuberger, um, Dr. Josh Joseph, Rabbi Josh Joseph, Rabbi Yaakov Horowitz, Avi Lauer, Dr. Rona Novik, Dr. David Pelkovitz, Rabbi J.J. Schachter, Rabbi Penner, Nechama uh, Price, Yitzi and Shoshana Schachter, Rabbi Schwartzberg, Dr. Schatz. Wow. Um, Rabbi Stav from Israel will also be joining us. Right. Rabbi Sittner, who's really been doing a lot of the work pulling this program together, together with uh, Rabbi Charka and Menachem Lewin. It's, uh, it, you know, I tell people, it's like an entire year's worth of your shul's adult education program in right. 48 hours. Yeah, it is pretty amazing. <laughs> it really is amazing. It's amazing. Uh, yu.edu slash cjf slash championsgate. That's yu.edu slash cjf slash championsgate. And again, the phone number 212-960-5396, 212-960-5396. You can email championsgate. It's one word, championsgate at yu.edu, championsgate at yu.edu. The Dean of the Center for the Jewish Future, Rabbi Yaakov Glasser. Rabbi Glasser, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for all your inspiring words this morning. Thank you, Nachum, and thank you for your continued inspiration day after day. I greatly appreciate that. More coming up. It's JM in the AM. Erev Rosh Chodesh. Rosh Chodesh Tammuz begins tonight.